Welcome to the Popish Plotcast. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. We are three lay Catholics who are attempting to share our love of the Catholic Church with others in the hopes that they might be able to develop their own love for being a member of the Catholic Church. We're just trying to live out our charism of friendship and fun and hope that you find this an encouragement in your walk with Jesus Christ in his holy church. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, just want to remind you to support Project YM and your favorite YouTube channel, The Popish Plot. And save yourself 10% off your favorite Catholic Balm Co. products by shopping at Catholic Balm Co. That is catholicbalm.co and using the code PLOT2021 at checkout to get that 10% off. Now on with the show. Welcome to The Popish Plot. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. Today we are here to discuss a viewer requested saint. Yes. We are talking about someone who is very near and dear to our heart, because this show is called The Popish Plot. It's named after a group of English martyrs, and today we're talking about an English martyr. Today we're talking about St. Margaret Clitheroe, the Pearl of York. Yes. So who was St. Margaret Clitheroe? Well, first I learned that her maiden name is Middleton, but the internet would not let me know if there was like a long chain thing to to retake over and and once you know mm-hmm. william's in charge mm-hmm. a family member is in yep. we're, pre- we're presuming she's a a relative of the duchess of cambridge yeah i mean and nothing it, will, way way and, back and nothing will dissuade us from that that's either. right i mean it, it isn't you know like a rare name but still we'll, we'll mm-hmm. just assume so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't prove we're wrong nope nope <laughs> and if you can comment below <laughs> yeah if you can prove us wrong please always comment below anyway she was born sometime in 1556 nice Okay. And then she died on March 25th in 1586. That doesn't seem like a very long life. No, she was at most 30, depending on when. What in... time of year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her feast day is August 30th. The good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you can probably tell from the, the date she died, she's not getting that one as a feast day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are some better feast days, I suppose, but you know. Well, if... I believe she's one of the 40 martyrs of England and Wales. Yes. Who all share a feast day on, I think it's October 25th. Yes. So. She has multiple days that she's remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a patron for businesswomen, converts, mm. martyrs, and a group called the Catholic Women's League. Nice. All right. So um, what do we know about her family? Well, she was one of five kids, and I couldn't get, you know, what order she was in. Sure. Just that there was five of them. So there's five, and she's one of them. <laughs> yep. And her father was a chandler. Nice. We like candles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he died when she was 14. Oh. And she then got married to hey. a man named John, who was a butcher and apparently about twice her age, but it actually did seem to be a, you know, good relationship. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. loved and respected each other. That's good. In fact, she converted after she got married, about Ooh. three years afterwards, even though her husband was still part of the official Church of England. Ah. Mm. That must have caused a little bit of the old domestic strife. It did not appear to be too much because... Her brother-in-law was a Catholic priest. Ah, good old Butcher John. And John even went and paid the fines for her for skipping out on the services in the Church of England. But it still resulted in her ending up in jail about three times during her life. Sure. John Clitheroe seems like a solid chap. Mm-hmm. And it was a and it was a rough time to be a, to be a Catholic in England. Again, there were fines for not going to church. Well, not going to their church. Yeah, not going to the official church. Yeah. Yes. Um... Well, every now and again, you get dragged in front of the Assizes and whatnot. Uh, and, and you also had, you know, like people hiding, having to hide pre- Catholic priests. Well, because at the time, it was actually illegal to be a priest. You didn't even have to do anything. Just being a Catholic priest was illegal. Yeah. 
Yep. Crazy times. As was housing them, which is something she did. Hey, hey, hey. It was a capital crime according to the Act of Jesuits, etc. from 1584. Etc., 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 yes. I, I do like that etc. is literally part of the law's name. Well, listen, we're not there's opposed. Jesuits, and then there's those other ones. I don't we know. Are, we are not opposed to martyring Franciscans and Benedictines, which they also did, but our big problem is Jesuits. The country's just rotten with Jesuits. You are, you are charged with having violated the criminal law Jesuits, etc. Act. Etc., etc., etc. Anyway, she was known for hiding priests not only in her own house, but she, like, apparently rented houses elsewhere and would hide them there. And there's even some stories that she might have actually found ways to house them where the authorities were, you know, staying, like, in the pub that they were hanging out at. <laughs> so, you look, while you're hiding, while you're hiding in, this, in this hole in the wall, make sure you say some prayers for the, for the people who are here. You're telling me that St. Margaret had a highly developed sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> or or she just, you know, loved the irony. I don't know. Anyway, so she was able to do this for years mm -hmm. until her oldest son ended up moving to Reims in France because that's where English people went if they wanted to train to be a priest. Mm -hmm. There was the English college, and that's why it's the Dewey Reims Bible. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because that's where there was a seminary. Yeah. Yes. At, at which point the authorities start grilling... Her husband and her about mm -hmm. why did your son go, you know, to why France? Is, why did your son go into that place where they got that Catholic school? He's, <laughs> only spying, on, he's spying on them. Yes, yes that's o it. only only with an English accent as opposed to a uh, as opposed to a a Southern accent. Side note: accents change a great deal over time. What we think of as the English accent didn't really exist back in the 1500s. That's so fair. we really don't know what accent they spoke with. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we, we always pretend like if you're watching Shakespeare, it's super fancy. Mm -hmm. But if you know what Shakespeare was saying, he he was essentially, you know, the best was, ones were fart jokes and worse. The groundlings loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So the net begins to tighten mm -hmm. around the Pearl of York. She's already been arrested several times. She's Her husband's paid a heck of a lot of fines. And now that her son is in the seminary, the authorities are watching her like hawks. I'd be willing to bet they probably weren't just watching her, but actually probably, like, intruding into her life to find evidence. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. They had been watching her to mm -hmm. various levels for some time. But at the point at which the son went to France, they then went and uh, searched the house. Dun, dun, dun. And it probably wasn't the first time they searched the house, but they were doing a really thorough job. Mm -hmm. And apparently they spooked a small child enough that he... Gave away enough information that they found one of the priest holes that she had in her house. Well, I mean, it takes real men to frighten a small child. So, good on you, mm -hmm. English. Mm -hmm. You should be very proud of yourselves. Yes, so she was, of course, you know, put in jail because, well, she's the Catholic. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. Uh, But she refused to plead because... <laughs> like, like us. We want to make sure that if we're caught, there's no doubt of what our church is. That's right. Yes. She refused to plead because English law essentially stated you couldn't go to trial until you plead. And if she mm -hmm. went to trial, then either all her family members would have to lie or... We didn't know she was Catholic. Well, more about what they did, too, because mm -hmm. she wasn't on her own on this. Yeah. Or, you know... Technically, it's not so much that they were complicit. It's that they were actually co-conspirators. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And so there was an English way to make someone plea that, in this case, it didn't seem like they were using it for that. Like, even the quotes from that time was very much that 
if you're not going to plea, we will use this to kill you. But mm -hmm. in other cases in English law, mm -hmm. it was a slower process in the hopes that mm -hmm. they could get someone to plea. Mm -hmm. She was pressed. We to will death. we will torture the plea out of you, or we will torture the life out of you. Yes. You decide. Yes. In her case, they took her own house's door to put on her, and then they put the stones on top of that. Well, so they had a sense of irony too. Mm -hmm. So you. Know, most of us, if we're familiar with you know, being pressed to death, we're aware of the famous incident of Giles Corey, who was pressed to death during the Salem Witch Trials of 1692, because he was caught in a similar situation where either, you know, if he, if he pleaded, people would be in trouble, and, you know, if, if he didn't... If he doesn't plead, they're going to... In if, his case, it was more that if he pleaded, he knew they were going to find him guilty. Yes. And if he was found guilty, his kids wouldn't inherit there anything. Go. There we go. But if they never actually put him to trial, then, then they would still, they would still everything. get everything. Yeah. Yes. And, but in her case, it was either they're going to find her guilty and, and, and probably kill her, or, and at the same time, they're, it's going to take down everybody that was mm -hmm. even remotely complicit with her, mm -hmm. or at least put them in danger. Mm -hmm. And, or... She could simply let them not find her guilty and, and, and kill her, and, and mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, so she ended up getting pressed to death, um, along with her fourth child because she was pregnant at the time. Bastards. Monsters on what you probably already knew as you know the the feast day for Mary, but also that year was Good Friday. Oh, well, that's a pretty good time for a Christian to die. Yeah. Huh? Yes, and, I'll take and in the that process of, of pressing, she actually. Was laying but not standing up in a very cross-like posture as well. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. of all the times I could die, that one, or or, or within the octave of Easter, you know, to be really conformed to the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. Astonishing. Yep. Um, I didn't put it in here because it was a bit of a long quote, but she has a very good quote about her end of her life, saying essentially that you know, physically, she is super scared about the fact that she's going to be murdered. Who wouldn't be? But spiritually, she's kind of glad she's going to heaven. <laughs> You know what I like about that? That's something I can identify with. That kind of honesty. So, yep. so, so she's tied in with that with that with that Pauline philosophy of, well, I could live and I could stay here working with you with you fine folks, or I could die and I could go to heaven. At the same time, I'm not going to pretend that the prospect of being crushed to death by rocks isn't terrifying. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yes, and yeah. um, as like we already mentioned, she's part of the forty mar martyrs of England and Wales. She's also usually um, lumped in together in other feast days with the martyrs Anne Lyne and Margaret Ward, mm -hmm. who were other English women martyrs yeah. from the time. So, And at the time, it was women were extremely important in helping to hide priests, in part because they were you know, less often suspected than men. So once again, as, as we've said, as, as we've said in other episodes, for, uh, for all those of you who think that women are uh, not valued enough by the church, look at the, look at the women in the church's history and, and maybe reconsider your position. Women played a pivotal role throughout its history mm -hmm. from day one. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to the Popish Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please rate and review us, as that will help more people to find the podcast and to join in on the fun. You can contact oh, us at yes. thepopishplot at gmail.com. Find us on the Twitters at thepopishplot. Or you can search for Popish Plot on Facebook. Please rate, review, and we really do enjoy hearing from you. So get in touch. And until next time, as always, remember to live your faith. Love your faith. And share, share that, that love. love.